Are you planning on buying a new car this year, this coming year in 2023? Some of us do it just on a whim. Some of us, we like to plan. We like to make sure that we've crossed all the T's, dotted all the I's, so that when we make that decision, which is a pretty significant decision nowadays, that we've done what is best for our pocketbooks and uh, a lot more than just the style points, if you will. Jeremy Cato is an automotive journalist, a three-time award-winning journalist from CatoCarGuy.com. Jeremy, good afternoon. How are you today? Terrific, Rob. I'm not on the second narrow's bridge. Well, yeah, you're already you're already ahead of the game, and uh, I'm ahead of the game. I appreciate you doing this for us today, and I think there's a lot of people that might be resting easy, idling as uh, we have this conversation. Want to talk a bit about uh, what to watch for when you're buying a new car in 2023? Um, I know there's the obvious things, but is there something that we could uh, maybe put in our back pocket so that when we go to the dealership or we do something online that we can at least keep our head on a swivel? Uh, well, I, I think the, the thing to watch for is what, what the models, uh, what vehicles are starting to stack up a little bit on dealer lots. Um, we've basically been, you know, having a, had a shortage of inventory for the better part of almost three years now because of, uh, you know, the pandemic and the semiconductor shortage. But, but there's there's products starting to arrive now. Prices are starting to stabilize and even go down. Um, and the used car market at the same time is also starting to look much much uh, more normal. Um, you can negotiate for prices. You can do some deals. Unfortunately, just as prices starting to stabilize and uh, inventory are, is starting to become more available, interest rates are going up. <laughs> so, yes, you know, or have gone up. So it's a little bit tricky. So the, yeah, the 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 word to the wise, if you're shopping, is keep your eye on what's what's on lots on uh, on dealer inventory in terms of dealer inventory. If you're looking for a used car, you're going to have more options because fewer vehicles. Uh, there's more there's more inventory as well um, in the used car market. Uh, uh, so that that's one 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 trend to look for. Another is you're going to see uh, a flood of new electric and hybrid vehicles you know, pouring into the marketplace this year. Everything from Ford's Lightning pickup, which is an eagerly anticipated all electric vehicle, to an interesting uh, entry in the in the almost electric category, which is a new version of the Toyota Prius, which looks more like a modern car. Uh, it's a gasoline electric hybrid, uh, lots more power and less weird looking. Um, which, if you're not confident that the electric uh, electrification of the of the new vehicle marketplace is going to explode with affordable options than a, a Prius. Personally, if I were going to buy a vehicle right now, I'd buy a gasoline electric hybrid. Get terrific fuel economy, low emissions, and you don't have to worry about charging. Well, I have a Ford Fusion, and I get anywhere from about mm-hmm. 850 to 950 on a full tank, which uh, suits me just fine. But my wife has a Tesla, and we go back and forth on the love and joy of the Tesla because obviously it's slick. It's got the really cool computer, and you know what? It's deathly quiet. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering right now, this next wave coming through, you mentioned that there's going to be an influx of electric cars in 2023. Um, mm-hmm. is, is Tesla still a good buy, a smart buy, or is this maybe a year that you kind of step away from that a bit? It's a terrific. It's a terrific question because when you look at Tesla, uh, I think you have to look at Tesla in, in a, a couple of different ways. Uh, some of the some of the lineup at Tesla is as old as dirt. I mean, the Model S 
um, you know, I mean, basically it's, uh, you know, there, there's some been, there's been some technological improvements, uh, but, you know, from a design standpoint and the basic uh, vehicle, uh, you know, it's more than it's a decade old, which in, in car terms, that's, that's three generations of vehicles. I mean, mm. most automakers do a complete uh, remake of a model every, you know, three to five years, depending on the model. Um, so, so that's that's a piece. Uh, the long anticipated Cybertruck that Tesla was supposed to have out this year doesn't look like at best it's going to appear uh, until the end of the year, which is one of the reasons why Ford's Lightning all electric pickup has just exploded. I mean, I, I Ford thought that it might have pre-orders of fifty thousand units and has pre-orders of two hundred and fifty thousand units, uh, and I think some of that is the, the shines come off a little bit on Tesla. Um, and then the other thing to look to think about with Tesla is, uh, I, you know, the marketplace is now competitive. I mean, uh, two years ago, Tesla's, Tesla was uh, accounted for about 75 percent of all electric vehicles sold in, in North America. And um, that's that, that's dropped considerably along with the <laughs> with the share price of Tesla, which is down 60 percent this year as Elon Musk slowly whittles down uh, his, <laughs> yes. uh, his ownership stake. So I think what you're looking at is a, a lot of uh, manufacturers which, uh, you, you know, saw Tesla as a real threat, everybody from Audi to, you know, Volvo's high-performance uh, subsidiary Polestar, uh, you know, they got the message that there's a big chunk of people like your spouse there who uh, really want a quiet, high-performance, very sexy, very cool electric vehicle, and, and consequently you're getting lots of them. Uh, there's a part of me, I'm going to have to save this for a rainy day, so promise we'll come back and do this again, because I want to talk sure, about yeah. Elon selling his stock and if that's actually a good thing for Tesla or not. But again, we'll have to <laughs> save that for a rainy day. Very quickly, in about 60 seconds or less, you wrote a wonderful <laughs> free ebook that's available at your website, Swimming with the Showroom Sharks. <laughs> yeah. Is there something that you could give me, just a little tidbit, that when I walk into a room, I don't feel so darn intimidated? Well, you know, I many years ago, I actually sold cars for a story I did for Canadian Business Magazine. And one of the things that we talked about that's really the essence of, of that ebook that I wrote is that if you want money back on a, on a purchase of a vehicle, ask. It's amazing how often people don't ask. They, you know, especially Canadians, we're, we're nice people and we Too don't polite. like negotiating. <laughs> that's true. You know, yeah, ask. Ask for, I want I want $5,000 off on whatever the, the offer price is here. And it's the salespeople. And when, you know, when I was in the showroom, uh, they would laugh. They would call people who didn't ask for a discount laydowns, you know, cause they just laid down and paid. And, uh, so there's, there's this idea that if you don't, well, I mean, it's kind of like what uh, my dad used to say, if you don't ask, you don't get. Gotcha. And uh, so, so ask. If you want to borrow my car? Ask. <laughs> you know. I appreciate so ask that. For a discount. I have ask been a lay down before. I have been a lay down before. Fully admitted yeah. it. So, you know so what? Ask. I, I will. Ask. I will. Next time around, <laughs> I, I get in trouble from my wife. Even when we're at garage sales. She's like, "Why don't you bargain?" I'm just like, "Oh, two dollars yeah. seems fine." Anyways, Jeremy, <laughs> thank you for this wonderful conversation. Let's talk again. Okay. Thanks, Rob.